It's uh, Jed and Sasha and um, Rebirth of the Sasha's World. Yeah, we're all here and we're going to share this novel. We're all here. <laughs> we're all here. And Sasha's going to begin. And then if um, we have a question, the two of us, we're just going to raise our finger. Yeah, I'm just going to do this. Yeah, we'll do the finger thing. Okay. I'm going to be like, hey. There you go, babe. Okay, so. Hi, so for those, just to refresh, for those of you who haven't uh, heard us from before, we've been telling the story of uh, how the Anunnaki made a deal back on their home planet of Nibiru. This is, these are our ancestors, the Anunnaki. Uh, and uh, one king killed a, 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 another king, took over his post, the guy that should have been king next by their constitution, uh, uh, said, okay, I'll take a number two post to you, uh, Mr. Murderer King, uh, because I don't want a civil war. But as long as you'll address the uh, crisis of climate that we're facing, where if we don't uh, somehow shield our planet's atmosphere, we're all going to be dead. I'll take the number two post. So that was so Anu is the guy that took the number two post. And the, the king that murdered the other king was a guy named Alalu. Oh. And so there's a, a depiction of uh, Anu is a relatively younger guy than uh, than Alalu, and he's taking and it was basically sold to him as a as a thing. Hey, look at you know, you can be like my prime minister. Uh, you'll be near me with whatever I decide, and it'll be a really uh, a good deal, Jen. I just wanted to say these are taken from cuneiform, and then uh, somebody does a line drawing of the cuneiform. Okay. So this is the original Sumerian cuneiform. Right. Yeah, a lot of these our, our teacher just went up to the the, the thing itself and and uh, made a sketch right over it, so he right. got the lines of. So so in any case, that he, he, this was sold to him as a deal. It would be good, but in in point of fact, what uh, Alalu did is he lorded it over uh, the guy that should have been king. And mm -hmm. made him uh, try to humiliate him in public whenever possible, and uh, it was. But and Anu just controlled himself uh, because he just that was the situation in which he was uh, agreed. Mm -hmm. So the first thing Alalu did to try to deal with the uh, with a crisis of his planet was. The reason that everything seemed to be going sour was because that they used to have these volcanoes that belched all the time and made an ash cover that uh, shielded Nibiru. It went through these long distances through space. Uh, it, it comes through our solar, inner solar system between Jupiter and Mars and passes on through in a mm -hmm. clockwise direction, whereas the other planets are about uh, anti-clockwise. But uh, Nibiru was okay in these long distances where they would have been a freeze out. Mm -hmm. uh, if it didn't have a shield and other places they would get so close to Solaris or its primary, which is Nemesis, the uh, uh, dwarf, which is the biggest uh, piece of an exoplanet named Moldek. That's okay. another story. But in any case, the uh, there was no more ash. So they said, well, let's make more ash. And so there was um, these uh, Maimonides, these uh, craft that were left from the nuclear war. That had almost decimated them like 16 generations ago. And they said, "Well, look, take some of these armed uh, nuclear-armed uh, uh, ships and drop the bombs down the volcanoes. Maybe we can get them going again." So mm -hmm. Alala tried that, but it didn't work. They just made 
explosions didn't do it. The other thing that they knew would work was that they could make a, uh, the scientists said, get a bunch of gold, we'll turn it to powder, we'll float it up in the atmosphere, and it'll, it'll, it'll plug the hole in the ionosphere and keep the rest of the atmosphere blanketed. And so he got 50 miners and scientists in a, a spaceship, but as they tried to get through the uh, asteroids, um, one of them hit them or they hit it and everybody got killed and Alalu just yeah, gave up after that. I remember reading. Last thing that. they said, said uh, it was recorded just as they saw that asteroid was, oi vey! <laughs> I, I do remember reading something about that. I can't remember yeah. where, but... <laughs> Sasha likes to tell corny jokes sometimes, so he's like being married to Jerry Lewis or something. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, Anu, the cupbearer, just couldn't handle this anymore. This guy just gave up and he was just lording it over him. And he was, he said, I can't solve this, this thing. What'll happen will happen. And he was just having a sybaritic existence. And uh, so by now, Anu was fully grown and musculated. And he said, oh, yeah, well, I'm the real guy. He should have been king next. I challenge you to fight naked in the middle of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the really. capital. And whichever one wins will be a king. And, yeah. uh, who, what are you doing? I'm showing the picture. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember reading about that. Right. Yeah. So, so, so they're going... and. The description is really something. They're they're throwing each other against doors, and you know, just just like you see in the Superman yeah. uh, films. <laughs> these guys are are are, are too, and these guys are really big. We're talking about twelve to sixteen foot tall uh, uh -huh. people. Okay, so next slide. Anu one, and there is a picture of Anu with his all his stars. Now he's the king. And his followers say, ah, at last, now maybe we'll have somebody that can save us back to whatever the normal might have been if it wasn't for a lot of And uh, they, they carry him away on his shoulders. Meanwhile, Olalu gets up from being beaten up and he looks around. He remembers he killed the last king who lost, but they didn't kill me yet. And he sneaks off to where the uh, uh, rocket ships with the nukes are hidden. He gets in one. He... Uh, He's got all his, uh, the directions are right there about uh, from the a mining expedition and off he blasts. There we go. Off he... Amazing how we have these pictures of what these ships look like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would have more, a lot of modern craft have volunteered for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he, and, and so when he gets to uh, the first Cooper uh, belt of asteroids where the plant Maldek used to be, He's got nukes. He's got a bunch of them. He says, well, heck, I'm not going to go like those other guys did. And he starts using the nukes and he blasts his way through. So mm -hmm. he gets through. Uh, and now yeah, that's previously they they sent a ship through and everybody died in the in the belt, in the mm -hmm. uh, asteroid belt. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So 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 he, so he learned from that. However, the, uh, the Federation of Planets, you might remember from the earlier series, had yeah. had. had don't use nukes in space because it messes up the portals and the ways that we can transit from uh, one uh, uh, aspect of the galaxy to another. That's another story. In any case, Alalu <laughs> has got one of these craft and off he flies uh, for Earth. And where he lands is outside of what we call Basra. Uh, mm -hmm. 
And uh, except in those days, it was a great big marsh that went way, way out, you know, like a, a mile and a half out. It was just marsh. And a lot of lands there. Uh, he, first of all, he's very cautious. He, he does all kinds of testers before he even gets out of his craft. He puts on a frog suit. He, he's, he does all the precautions. He does tests. He gets back in. He sees his data. And finally, he realizes, I don't even need to wear this thing. It's got breathable air. He takes the thing off. He, he goes to shore. And it, he just it's blowing his mind. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing for him is he whips out his tester, looks at the water and he says there's gold flecks there's gold flecks here they're this is they were right this place has got gold i don't know where the flecks are coming mm -hmm. from but there's lots of gold flecks in this water and, and uh so he, he goes to shore and he sets up his uh nukes on the shore so there's there's this is this is what it looked like this was outside basra and, mm -hmm. uh, and the rest of iraq Seems like what you think, if you guys that have been to Iraq might uh, think it looks like now. It used to be really nice with lots yes, of trees totally. and a really beautiful, uh, it wasn't a desert, it was a, it was a paradise. Okay, so oh yeah, yeah, so not only was there gold, the thing was just full of fish, every kind of fish. And it was, and not only that, he found something he never saw before. He said, snake. Look at this, and he shot one. He's found all this. He found all kinds of fruit. He tried some of it. Uh, it was good. He liked it. And then what happened? Suddenly, it got dark on him. And he at first he freaked, and he realized. Then it got light suddenly. It was like because in Nibiru, it took a, a long time to go for them to rotate on their own axis around. Mm -hmm. And so this is this is really every person that comes from uh, Nibiru, the first thing they notice. Is how fast go the days. Okay. Okay. So now, next slide. Okay. There, so, there's your so He sets up. He sets up. He's got. He's got. He's got nine nuclear missiles. Missiles left, and he sets them up, and he aims them right at Agade, uh, the Nibirian capital, and he he knows he's got a tablet of destinies, the orbits of the planets, so he knows exactly when Nibiru is going to be exactly in sight. And he's saying. He, he, he communicates back. Okay. I've got gold to save you or missiles to blast you unless you give me back my crown. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the king, the king talks to his council. What should I do, boys? Uh, um, and so um, Enki, his, his son, says, just say, uh, yeah, yeah, well, let, let's see your more. Let's see more about your gold sa sample. I want to. We'll, we we're glad you're alive, and uh, mm -hmm. let's. Can we see some more of your information, Janet? Mm -hmm. Well, Enki is uh, his son is Alalu's son-in-law by this point. He's mm -hmm. chief scientist too. He's chief scientist. He's, he's right. the brightest man. You keep coming away from the screen, but the screen's over here, honey. He's the uh, the smartest man on the bureau. He's like, okay. this brilliant, incredible uh, intelligence. So. What was I going to say? Um, oh, so he 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 has a relationship with the Lalu. Right, that's right. his father-in-law. He, mm -hmm. You know, he's very, he's very even though it's a political marriage, he, he he loves her. He's polite to her. They they have. I think they Marduk by this point. Yes, they did. They he, was a, he was a, he was he was. So uh, they quickly had an heir. So they they fulfilled fulfilled their role. They had a male child. 
this is a whole society where men are better than women, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, mm -hmm. um, so he said, well, I'll go down and talk to dad, my father-in-law. And so next slide. So let me, let me ask you real quick. Um, um, from your understanding, Inky and Enlil were brothers, right? Because I've also read that uh, yeah. they weren't brothers, that one was a father. And yeah, they're half-brothers. They're, they're half-brothers. Uh, yeah. Enki's the oldest, and his mother is a, uh, was a royal from another planet, and she was a concubine of the king. And uh, Enlil's uh, mother was the Antu, the half-sister and the queen. Of, uh, and so even though he was younger, Enlil was younger than Enki, uh, he uh, was the legal heir to Anu, the way yeah. they figured things. That's one way. Uh, but Enki, yep. uh, but, but so what's happening here is Enki is saying, look, I'm the, I, you guys can't handle it. I'm in between both of you. Uh, Alalu is my father-in-law. Uh, you're my father. Uh, uh, send me. Um, I, I can talk to everybody. Maybe we can work some. You know what? what listen, why don't you let Alalu be king of the earth? And if he still wants to fight about uh, who's going to be king of uh, Nibiru, mm -hmm. dad can whoop him and we, he'll take him on. I'll go. <laughs> see where it doesn't have to come to that. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. We're at we're at, we're at like fourteen minutes now, so yeah, this is good. Okay, that's good. Okay, so next slide. We're almost we're almost through this sequence. Oh, it, well, what okay. I would want to say first, if it's okay, if you yeah. would go back yeah, to come, come back, you can drive. There you go. There we go. It wasn't just that; it was also that he understood about the upset that the. Uh, the king would have to deal with with the federation because of the nuclear explosions that Alalu had caused in space. And he said, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm an engineer. I'm telling you, this is silly and unnecessary. All you have to do is rechannel all the water, the cooling systems that go through uh, the, the rocket ship. And you don't have to use the nukes. If, they, if you get if an obstacle and you navigate properly and slowly enough, you can get through it. It's a matter of mathematical timing. And I know how to handle it. I'll use waters if I need to. Right, and right. so, so they so so now they gave Enki uh, fifty uh, heroes. That means uh, nobles usually, uh, big strong guys who just uh, love to be with him uh, to go see what they could do. And okay. so they off they go. Uh, they're going to Earth to see if they can make peace. Mm -hmm. That's a nice depiction. Okay, let's say there. And well, so back that, so what's happened? Well, well, this is happening is Enlil is flipping out. The the the, the younger brother says, "Hey, I'm supposed I should be leading this expedition. Um, mm -hmm. Why you got to send him? He's your oldest. Listen, he was in the middle. You know what? Why I did it? Uh, please, Dad, don't let Anki get all the glory. He's going to be a big hero king. Why don't you send me? I don't even trust his data. He's probably fudging it. Uh, probably fraudulent, fraudulent." Let Unless I believe, and the king couldn't stand it after a while. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I, I, but in the meantime, Enki is getting through. Mm -hmm. However, let's go to the next yeah, slide. They're getting ahead of you. They're get, uh, however, I, well, Enki, while this is happening back, at, back on Nibiru, Enki is running out of water. He's using, he's made a water cannon out of all the, uh, 
his circulation systems and cooling systems in the craft. Uh, to, and he say he didn't have to do any notes, but now the uh, the uh, pilot uh, Anzu is saying our ship is going to overheat if you don't cool us down very very quickly. We're dead. We're toast. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, "Look, there's water on Mars. Land down there by the see by that lake. So they land by this lake. Yeah, there were still lakes on Mars in those days. And this is uh, 450,000 years ago, though." They got, they got out, they said the water's thin, right. we can breathe, but not very there's, deeply. There's. Uh, but, the, but they drank the water, it was fine. So, uh, and we know from a long ago, <laughs> and these Sumerian tablets that were made 6,000 years ago, that they, uh, they totally knew about water uh, on Mars before our scientists would admit it. <laughs> okay, right. so they got water. And well, they then said they, they found water to, already. <laughs> They, they got water and they went down to uh, uh, Earth and they landed and Alalu uh, welcomed them and uh, they kissed up to him. They, they call him, hey, Commander Earth, we're so glad to see yeah. you. Uh, we, we honor you. You're, sa you're saving our planet. And when... Uh, and meanwhile, Alalu had been there by himself for so for, long. For a while, yeah, already. already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. He's, he's happy to see them. Hurry, hurry, come over here. Let's talk. So, yeah, you know, he, was, he was there for. Do, do you do you know an estimate on how long he might have been there before the rest of the before Inky and the fifty others came with it, came down there? Do you well, do you have a no? I'm not sure. They don't really. Uh, they they count their time in shars, which are thirty six hundred years. I imagine it's three thousand six hundred years. So probably mm -hmm. been at least one shar, but it could have been more. Yeah, so that's right. It makes sense because he. Because what you said is he already had communicated back with uh with them back on Nibiru, so the next time they got close back ways. around, they could have yeah jumped yeah okay make, so okay I got two, it. There's, there's two windows. No, there's two windows. Okay. So the first time around, they mm -hmm. you, you know, the rocket ships would get off at a certain place. They mm -hmm. they could be to Earth for a certain amount of months, and then if they're going to catch Nibiru okay. on its way back, then they go off the uh, off That's and, right. uh, the back. So window they get it's two windows so that's why you can have a couple of them in, right in and you're going to see it's going to be uh alalu and enki then uh anu and so for the there's a whole window where they can come i, okay, do, I so, do remember you saying that last last time i do remember that okay yeah you're right i do remember so <laughs> so uh, so enki and his crew made camp and uh they noted they were just like uh, a lot of they're shocked at how fast the days passed and so forth. So, Time flies. so, so as, as uh, so they worked as fast as they can whenever it was sun, whenever they could see what they were doing, and then they stopped and, and so forth. And after six days of this, they decided uh, to rest. So, I was able to get uh, Shatner and his crew to enact this for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> So, so that's the, the, the week. Janet's done a whole study of Genesis where she compares exactly what it says they did each day. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Genesis is actually them setting up camp. So they right. it took them days to set up camp and on the seventh day they rested. <laughs> they had a party. <laughs> and if you, if you read this from the perspective of the Anunnaki and compare the information, it's like, oh my God. So it says in the first day, you know, they, they identified, you know, the, the water, the, the fishes and the plants and the, and, you know, 
I don't have it current right here, so you have to look it up. But it was just amazing. And when I did this about five, six years ago, I went, I, I was laughing. I go, because, you know, I was raised Christian. It was one of the mm -hmm. Bible stories that we had in Sunday school and preaching all the time. And and I said, oh, my goodness, it's right here. It's, it's plain sight. Yeah. I'm just setting up camp to figuring out, you know, if you go to a new place, I mean, where do we get our water? You know, where we're going to. That's, where, the, that's where you're going to set up a camp at in the first place is somewhere near water anyway, especially if you yeah. just arrive right. there. Yeah. And are, the, are these animals, which animals are dangerous? We have to protect ourselves. Um, you know, how do we, anyway, it was just, um, that's all. Go ahead. We're on the last slide. <laughs> yeah, this one could be the last slide because we're at 21 minutes anyway. So yeah. This okay, one. so Enlil, meanwhile, back on the bureau, the uh, Enlil is nagging his dad, and finally says, "All right, go. You mm -hmm. go work it out with your brother. Get the hell out of here and, and set him up." And he comes with his crew of men, uh, and, uh, and one of the first things he finds out is, "By gosh, he was telling the truth. There's gold yeah. there." Okay, so this is uh, so this is oh, that's part pretty nice. And uh, there's we we put on Stargate Cosmos uh, this week, uh, right now. We had it at Halloween, 2018 in New Mexico, that's and we awesome. had five presenters over four days. We had six rooms. We went 24 seven. Mm -hmm. And now he got a picture of you. So, That's awesome. I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> yes. And we're going to continue. Oh, so yeah. feedback, questions on what we just covered. Tyrone, what do you have to say? Well, I already covered one with uh, with uh, about asking about how long it could have been from a labor. But my other question was going back a couple of days, uh, a couple of uh, slides ago from the last time, I think it was uh, about Lilith. Um, when when I first learned about Lilith, I learned it because uh, you said you grew up Christian. Um, I grew I grew up in the Catholic Church, so um, same thing, you know, same pretty uh, King James version is uh, the Bible that most of the people that I know learned from. And uh, I never read about Lilith in the Bible. I never even knew who Lilith was until probably like maybe about three or four years ago. But is that's the that's the that's the uh lilith was a person who turned into what a, a the first demon was she the first like female demon or something like that or I, I can't remember exactly um what it is that that you said but i've known that she was like that's where demons come from or she was like the birth of the demons and she would kill like uh some children uh, like one, I, it was so many different things that I learned about her. But m the main thing is, is uh, was was Lilith Ad Adam's first wife? You know, it, it's I haven't quite sorted that all out. First of all, see on screen, honey. <laughs> I don't know what you you've published more things on Lilith. I have to go sort that all out because now what, knowing what I know, but often what they do is they. They uh, conflate characters and they also demonize. They were yeah. demonizing back then. And so I remember you saying that before too. A person and she got mad and and they'll call her. They'll say she's a demon and this and that. I don't know. It's kind of like fact checking today. I've got to go look at the stories and and um, it'll it'll make sense to me. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm doing a book on 
I'm revisiting everything and I'm going through it with a fine tooth comb and I'm looking at the, from Nimma's perspective. Now, mm. each character gets a different name as they go through the ages. Right. So Lilith, who is the, um, go ahead, honey, what did you want to say? You're stopping in the middle of your sentence. I'm, I'm, I'm so confused on who Lilith no, is. No, it's, it's very easy. It it's easy. Just as you are Ninma, that is the, right. uh, the avatar of Ninma, is works strong with you. Any uh, strong, just, partnership-oriented woman mm -hmm. uh, who is, uh, challenges the patriarchy becomes uh, seen as a, as a demon. And by the time you get to King Jamie, the king of Scotland, who used to burn witches, and if the uh, town would find them innocent, would burn and everybody in the, in, in, in the uh, jury as uh, fellow witches. His uh, version of the Bible is so far and distant from anything that Jesus would have ever, ever uh, put his imprint on. Uh, it's, it, it's an absurd, uh, anything feminine is hated in that Bible. And that's, that's exactly what, what I've read in there. But, but see, the reason why I brought that up is because um, at least from the people that I grew up with, my family members and friends, and even to people till, till this day, whenever they quote anything that comes out the Bible is King James Version. But I've the way that I've read it was it was a very... It's, it's, it's not something that somebody would read and be like, okay, this is a real good thing that's something that happened to certain people because a lot of women were burnt and 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 called witches because of uh ideas that some men had that couldn't accept that women were powerful at that time also and equal just as equals as as, as a man is and um that's why i was i was asking about lilith because i like you said janet i'm confused on her too because i've read so much stuff about her but there's and just like you said, Dr. Sasha Lesson, that every um, that she was basically Nimma, but it, 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 tracing her from when I learned about um, her from Judaism on and going backwards is it's almost like almost every woman at that time could almost fit that profile of Lilith, like how she was there demonized and stuff like that. That's right. If you go down to the uh, the depth of your own heart, you'll find within it the uh, denied feminine mm -hmm. that's enraged at being denied her wisdom and that's right. in every, every human being and you can get in touch with that and of course what a demon is is any human uh desire which are all part of the right. mix that you are that's yep. denied and denied and denied for example anger you deny your anger you deny your anger you're such a sweet person all the time and then you kill everybody in mcdonald's or something <laughs> that's true that, so that, 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 all you had, to, all you had to do was say i'm angry and you know what's what, Let it out. what I, yeah. I need is I need attention i need love i need a a, a meal and a, and a house to live in or whatever, you know, they, when you get to vulnerability, you can communicate with anybody. So I think that uh, the demons are uh, resonate with the disowned parts of uh, each of our personalities. Right. Yeah, we right. have all of a demon. So when you're demonizing somebody else, you're, you're just projecting outward. Projecting your own inner ideas and thoughts yeah. about yourself, maybe. Yeah. 